0: Hi guys, Esther Kesemir here and welcome to another one of my episodes. I just finished my run and I'm feeling amazing and I just thought about you guys and just thought I would, um, yeah, just come and talk to you. So I just switched my phone on and I was thinking, wow, I was feeling so, so amazing. It's um, a beautiful morning over here and yeah, I was just thinking, what are your morning routines? You know, do you roll out of bed, brush your teeth, have something to eat, you know, turn the telly on? or go to work, or turn the PC on. What's your morning routine? Because the most important thing is to have the best routine because then your day is just so switched on. Because from the transition when I woke up to now, you know, I just feel amazing. And I'm now addicted to running. I've done this now for a couple of months, and it just feels Better and better, and I'm getting stronger and stronger, and it just refocuses your mind. So, how did I get here? You know, because I've had so many people come back to me saying, you know, why are you doing what you're doing? Why do you speak to us every day? You know, why do you have all these podcasts around? And I just thought I'd share my story, you know, because I was, I was born in Uganda, a place in Africa, in East Africa, beautiful country, um, tropical weather. And my family moved over to the United Kingdom, to England. And so when my mom died, I moved over as well. And it was different, but exciting because I was with my family again. And I was, you know, I was so happy. So the weather didn't matter, you know. They said there's nothing like bad weather. It's just bad clothing, you know. Just buy the right clothing and you'll be able to survive anywhere. So, you know, I... I was living here, I started a career in finance, and I was working, and I got jobs in big corporations, so I was excited about that. And life was good, you know, life was really good. And so, I was working, and I was studying this amazing course, and I was going on holidays, and everything was good, you know, everything was lovely. And then... What happened was I met this guy and um, he lived in San Diego and we, we started communicating online and I went over for one Christmas and came back to the UK after two weeks of visiting him. It was an amazing time. You know, it's a beautiful, beautiful state, California. So I came back to the United Kingdom after New Year's and I found out I was pregnant, you know. So I told him and we were happy and we're going to be parents. But, you know, you know how people change. (laughs) I'm sure one of you guys has been there where somebody promises you one thing and does another. So the long and short of it is, you know, things just turned sour really quickly. And he actually made promises that he didn't fulfill. And the long and short of it is I found myself... With pregnant and single. And I had to figure things out. I'd never had a child before. I'd never been in a situation like that before. And it was one of the most scary situations. Because in the back of my mind, I knew this, my friend, is a turning point. It's a turning point. Your life is never, ever going to be the same again. But I didn't know what was coming. And that's the most scary thing, you know. That's why people are scared of change. Because... You don't know what's coming. There's so much uncertainty. So all of a sudden, this life you had where you were working, you were free, you were going out with your mates, you were going on holiday, anywhere you wanted in the world was gone. So I had a lovely, beautiful baby boy and I had to look after him myself. And I've never, ever valued sleep the way I did that time because I was like a moving zombie, you know? And I had to take care of this little person looking back at me. And I had to make the most of it. I said, you know what? This is my time, you know? This is my time to take care of someone else. And I didn't have a job. I didn't have a place to live. I was scared out of my wits. I didn't know I was going to look after this tiny little beautiful boy. And so I had to think, you know, in in. I used to wake up every three hours because babies wake up every three hours. You have to feed them. You have to change them. You have to, you know, you have to take them for all these vaccinations that I kept forgetting. (laughs) But in all that, I also had to figure out what I had to do with my life because I thought I'm not bringing a little boy into a crazy world where, you know, I'm, I'm a single mother and I can't really provide for him and he's out on the streets. That was not going to happen. I was going to give him the best life ever. But guess what? I didn't know how. I could see it, but I didn't know how I was going to achieve it, you know. And that's what kept me awake at night because I'd wake up and look at him and he's asleep. And I'm thinking, I can't let him down, you know. I really, really can't let him down. I have to bring it. I don't care what I do. I have to bring it. And so in the midst of all that, you know, I decided to start going for networking meetings. So I said, you know what, Esther, just give yourself a break. So I'd get, you know, a friend, a family member and say, can you sit with him for an hour so I can go for these events? So I started signing up for all these events. They were like business events, people meeting up, you know, because I was home the whole day. So I was like, why don't I just go for an event and just get out of this place and just go and figure things out. So I started to go for these events. And I remember I went for an event and it was an event by Virgin, so um, Virgin Atlantic, Virgin, blah, blah, blah. So this was Virgin, I think, small business or something. Can't even remember now. And during the break, I speak to this guy, and I wish I had his number now because he literally turned my life around, you know. So I I met this guy, and I was having a coffee, and he was like, because I, I used to drink coffees like every five minutes and he was like what do you do and i said well i don't really do anything you know i'm a mom but that's it you know and i'm trying to figure things out but i don't know what to do and he said to me what did you used to do before you became a mom and i was like i was working as an accountant in the city you know and he was like so why don't you why don't you do that i was like i can't work he said no why don't you offer that service to so many small business owners and his words were you have no idea how many small business owners in this room are looking for an accountant and that was my light bulb moment I can't even tell you it was my light bulb moment and I was like wow and I, 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 I left I went home you know I had all these ideas going through my head and I was like I have to do this this is amazing. Uh, why didn't I think of this? You know? So I got home. I started writing all this stuff down. I was like, I'm going to set this up. This this is me. This is, this is something I can do. And that's how I started. And I started reaching out to small business owners, talking to them about their numbers, starting to see how a lot of them actually needed my help. I was amazed. I was like, wow. And so I started helping all sorts of small business, And it was so exciting because it was different. I was working on my own terms, you know. I was doing all sorts of things, but at the same time looking after my son and giving him the life I wanted to give him. And I can't tell you how grateful I am. But the number one thing I had to do, because now, I remember I went to the gym once and I met a friend of mine. She hadn't seen me in a while. And she was like, oh, hi, Esther. How are you? I haven't seen you in a while. I was like, yeah. You know, um, I got a, 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 a little one. She was like, wow, congratulations. I was like, yeah. And she was like, so, so are you working? What are you doing? I said, yeah. And I've also started a business. She was like, what did you just say? I was like, yeah. You know, I've started this thing. It's so exciting. And she was like, you're doing the two most stressful things anybody can do, having a baby and running a business and that's when it hit me and I was like wow this is no wonder I stay up at night you know staring at the ceiling and wondering how I'm going to do or figure all this out and so I had to master my mind you know because I was thinking there's so many negative thoughts that we're going to encounter and when I started reading about it research shows and this is scary that 87% of our thoughts are negative. Every day, 87%. I was thinking, if I have 80%, 87% of negative thoughts going through my mind every day, how am I going to do this? I have to master my mind. I have to I have to really mold my thinking into it being positive until it just starts to become positive naturally. But how do I do that? And that, my friends, is the journey to how I started jogging. Because I went online, I went on YouTube, I started looking around. I found people like Tony Robbins. I found people like Les Brown. And they were talking about all these things we had to do in order to master our minds. Because naturally we live in a negative world. And so I... I was like, I, I need to do these things. And I've done them, and they have changed my life. You know, what we focus on is what we feel. And it's very true. If you have a negative thought and you think about it, you're going to feel it. Your heart is going to start racing. You're going to feel the stress if it's something that is stressful. If it's something that is, makes you happy, you're going to feel happy, you know. And so I started thinking about things like, the things that were holding me back in life, you know, the fear I went through when I had that realization that I was on my own, you know. And I realized that there's nothing that holds you back in life more than yourself because there's always a gap between where you are in life right now and where you want to be, you know. So the question is how you get there. But the thing is, we're the ones That resist that transition because of the pain, because of the discomfort, and all the awkward feelings that come with change, you know. And I felt all these feelings, so I get this a hundred percent like you will not believe. Because the fear I had, you know, the pain I had, I was thinking, I just can't do this, but then in a way. to do it because now i was focusing on something bigger than myself and that's what changes you if you find something a mission a belief a person anything that you can do that's bigger than yourself you will find a way i am telling you this because i know this i've lived this every day i would feel scared i'd would, i'd would be thinking i can't do this i you know th- this is this is not my thing i can't walk into a room full of business owners all these guys in their suits and they're looking at me and you know i'm this black woman standing there and trying to say that i know as much as they do and i had all these insecurities about me but i thought about it and i'd look at my son lying there sleeping at night, and I'd be thinking, I have to do it. <laughs> I have to do it. I I don't care about the odds anymore. <laughs> you know, I have to go out there tomorrow. I have to sell myself. I have to get some money because I have to look after my son, you know. So that discomfort gets overridden by what you really want to get out of life. I'm telling you. So once you find it, it will override any fear you have, you know. Because you, you will have things that you have to achieve and you'll get desperate. You'll get to a point where you think, you know what, N- none of these thoughts matter anymore. But you will get those thoughts, you know. You, will, you, you can't stop your mind from thinking. That's the problem. You really can't, you know. Your mind will take you there whether you want it or not. But one thing I realized is I can control what I dwell on. So even when the thought comes, I find a way to get rid of it. I remember I was listening to Tony Robbins and he was saying that you can have a thought and you can get rid of that thought in eight seconds, you know, eight seconds. And I've always thought about that. And whenever I get a negative thought and my heart starts racing and I'm going to do something, I try and try to get rid of it. But how do I get rid of it, you know? That was another thing. I used to think about it and say, so how will I get rid of this thought? And one of the ways I found to get rid of those thoughts is to think of something you're grateful for, you know. Because picture pi- picture this. Sometimes I have like meetings lined up and I'm going to see these guys and I'm going to sell myself and I'm going to tell them all about, you know, all these amazing things that I do. And then my son is ill, you know. My son is ill. So I have to cancel. Everything And I am so stressed. I'm thinking, oh my gosh. So what am I going to do? What am I going to tell these people? They're going to go somewhere else. But I have to find that gratefulness from somewhere. So I'll turn around and say, do you know what? This is my chance to really look after my son, to really bond with him. Because he's going to remember all these times when we hang out together. So you know what? Let me just hang out with him today. You know? He's not well. So let me take advantage of that and find out how he's been and talk to him and 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 try and find out all these things about him that, you know, I didn't get a chance to speak to him about over the weekend maybe. You know, he loves football, so maybe he had a game and he didn't really tell me all about it because we were rushing home. And so it's it's one of those things that when you find that gratitude, you start to feel better, you start to see it, and then it starts to come naturally, you know. Before it used not to, i will still be thinking, ah, but I could have had my meetings. But now I think about it and say, yep, that's fine. You know, I'll just keep moving. It's happened. It's happened. I can't change it. And, And then I find that I have an amazing day with him, you know. And I always have this thing where I say my priority is my family. So if you find your priority, hang on to it. Because I say to myself, what will I regret more when I'm 80 years old in my rocking chair? Will I regret not spending time with my son, or will I regret not spending more time in the office, you know, and I know which one I'll go for anytime. So that is how I, that's why I'm here, guys. That's, that's why I'm here. And that's why I'm so excited talking to you every day, because I changed my life myself. You know, I always had this thing where I thought maybe it's impossible or especially when you're living in a country that you've just moved to, you know, you start thinking, oh, no, 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 there are people here who are more educated than me, who are, you know, they, they they know more than me about this place. So how is it that I am the person they're going to listen to, you know? So you have this inferiority complex at the back of your mind. And then when you're standing in front of all these people and speaking to them, you're thinking, wow, they're listening to me, you know? But I had to get rid of all those thoughts and believe in myself and get that self-esteem because I realized that if I don't have that self-esteem, I won't progress. And if I won't progress, I won't be happy. And I had to be happy because that meant my son was happy. And that meant I was providing for him, you know, because there's nothing like positive energy to keep you going. I can tell you that now, you know, if you're making 50 phone calls a day. You have to have a certain energy about you. When the first 40 phone calls, people are just hanging up on you or telling you they're not interested. So you have to come with a certain energy that says, I'm not going to take this personally. You know, I'm just trying to share my service with other people. And then you'll get that one. Yes, you'll get that one meeting and it will turn everything around. It's normally like the 48th call, but who is counting? (laughs) There's nobody who is counting. So all these fears we have, guys, all all this pain and discomfort we try to avoid is it's something that stops us from actually achieving our goals. You know, that's one thing I realized. And even now I still have these fears. I still have that discomfort. I, I still have those times where I'm thinking, oh, no, you know, I, I, I could go and speak at that event. But, you know, there, there's so many people, you know, what, what if this happens? What if that happens? But I find a way of breaking through that. And I think that's what's important, you know. What's important is just to master our minds, to master our thoughts, to actually realize that that's a negative thought because that's another thing I had to learn. I didn't realize I had negative thoughts. I just thought that's how the world is, you know. But I had to master my thoughts because I realized it affected my attitude, you know. It affected my attitude to life. And then it's 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 like... um. It's like a motorway, you know. You you go down one route or the other route. So there was that one route of pain where you're thinking, oh my gosh, how can I be, you know, how, how can somebody just walk away from their child and leave me to look after them? And, you know, you can just go down that route. But guess what? How much pain will you go through? Because you're going to wake up every day with those thoughts. They'll kill you, you know. They will kill you. So... It's either that or turning it around and saying, hey, this is my chance to have a child I can love 100%, that I can make all the decisions for, that I can raise it to my liking, you know, that I can give a life I really want without being, getting any pushbacks or any resistance from the other person saying, no, you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that. So that's the attitude I had to take and I had to master my mind. I had to make sure that every day I woke up and I was happy when I was happy, my son would see my face and also start getting happy, you know, and then it would just feed on to everything else. And so I realized movement was important. So I started exercising. So I'd exercise like three times a week and I'd feel amazing, you know, I'd feel really good. Now I do it every day. And it is the most amazing thing that I've ever experienced, you know. So like now, I can start my day and I'm so happy. I am I'm so fulfilled. And yes, I will have challenges, but I know how to deal with them. You know, they're no longer a life or death thing, as I used to think before, you know, because I realized we over amplify our problems. Sometimes they're not even as bad as you think. The only thing is to face them. So guys, I've loved speaking to you. I wish I could speak to you longer, but I just like to speak for 20 minutes and that's it because I know you have busy lives and I really appreciate you listening to me. But for now, I got to sign off, but I'm looking forward to speaking to you another time. Take care.